1: and oftentimes, door to door, literally knocking on doors to get help to the remaining people protected from the virus.
2: Yeah, Grandpa, Gramps, he's sending out people to your house. He says, if you're not vaccinated, we want to pressure you into becoming vaccinated. You see, the deal is not enough of you's taking a shot. And because not enough of you's taking a shot, Gramps says, I got to send out his words, strike force teams. They're going to have armbands on. I'm just curious. Strike force teams come into your house, knock it on your door. Going to tell you, Hey, you need to get the shot. Let me show you how it's done. Well, hmm, you like this idea? Would you like to see Strike Force team members from Joe Biden's administration knock on your door to pressure you into taking some sort of medication? 210 599 5555. How about we just open up with that one, you and me? Good morning. I'm Trey. That's Don. Right over there is Chris and Elaine. Everybody's here ready to get you the news. Hopefully, we don't have the mess that we had yesterday. Oh. And it looks like we won't. It's all down at the coast. God bless you folks down at the coast. I'm thinking about you right now. I think about you all the time. But I'm thinking about you right now because the rain hadn't stopped down there. And it's continuing, and it's going to continue. That doesn't mean we're out of the clear here in San Antonio because it's trying to loop around and come into come into our area. So um, we, we are going to get wet it, it, to some degree somewhere in the area later today as it really starts to warm up and get hot. Uh, probably... You know, midday on through the afternoon is our better chance of seeing rain. But hopefully we're going to be clear at least through the morning drive hours. All the creeks, the creeks do rise. And they are rising down south of San Antonio, headed on toward the Gulf of Mexico. That's natural. That how it, that's how it's how it works. Um, we've had, you know, high water rescues that have gone on since yesterday, obviously. Uh, We've had at least one mobile home park that had to be evacuated down south of town as the creek continued to crest and get out of its banks, and uh, particularly Leon Creek when it got down to uh, 35, 410, the area there, it really got, and 281, it really got, uh, man, it got to be a mess yesterday afternoon. But, uh, you know, the natural part of that is it it recedes over time, and that's where we're headed right now, whether it's starting to recede now, but it's still high and still running fast, and you definitely, definitely, definitely want to stay away from and keep the kiddos away from that high water because it's mess and you just simply don't know what's in it what came down from up above you know what goes up must come down and so uh, that's the deal for today but I, I think you know just looking at the way things are i think we're going to be okay at least for the morning drive we'll see what the afternoon drive with jack looks like a little bit later on so okay that's the deal there 210-599-5555 what is your reaction to that do you have a reaction at all uh, what is your reaction to Joe Biden sending out what he calls strike force teams to knock on people's doors across America to pressure them to taking the vaccine? Now, I have told you from the beginning that everybody who wanted the vaccine originally already got the vaccine. If you wanted it, you got it. What remains in America are not people who uh, want it and they they haven't uh, you know gone to get it yet or they weren't able to get an appointment. That's not who, no. Everybody who was gonna go get it who wanted the protection of it or what they thought was going to be protection, whatever, anybody who wanted the, 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 the vaccine has already gotten it. Now you're down to the people who don't want it. Do Americans have a right to not want it without being harassed and harangued by your government without having them act like an in-person uh robo call coming to your door and pressuring you into taking the virus medication, the vaccine. You know, uh, shaming you, threatening you, pressuring you, however they're going to do this thing. And uh, you think about that for a minute. First of all, they know who's been vaccinated, right, and who has not. They know, more importantly, they know who hasn't been vaccinated. Obviously, they know who has because you get the vax card and everything. But they know who hasn't because they're going to come to those homes. Okay, so they got a record of that. And they're watching you. And if you haven't been vaxxed, they're not happy with you. That's pretty clear. And so now they want to mobilize strike force teams. His word, man. You have to think about how you have to think about how they phrase this strike force teams to go to your home again. Are they going to be wearing armbands? We're here to see if you had the vaccine. If you haven't had the vaccine us then we'd like to have a conversation with I mean, it's straight out of Hogan's Heroes. Uh, General Burkhalter is going to be at your door. Sergeant Schultz standing next to him. 210 599 Biden said, now we need to go community by community, neighborhood by neighborhood, door by door, knocking on doors. <sighs> White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said the same thing. It's targeted community by community, door to door outreach, said Howdy Duty cbs news reporter asked Saki during the same briefing hey if the white house do you would you reimpose coronavirus restrictions um would you be into that and she basically yeah we're, we're into whatever you know mask and locking people up at home and so on. it just depends she she said well you know it starts with the states but you know if we got to step in we'll step in listen to this if
1: the number of cases continues to trend upward are there any circumstances under which the White House would reimpose some of those restrictions um, as cases tick up, or would that be up to the states? Well, states are going to have to make evaluations and local communities are going to have to make evaluations about what's in their interests. And as you know, there are much higher rates of vaccinations in some parts of the country over others. And we certainly support their decisions to implement any measures that they think will help their community safe.
2: And she went on to say the Biden administration is re- rethinking COVID-19 measures, and that includes reinstituting mask mandates even among vaccinated people. A July poll indicating that 57% of Americans believe they have less personal freedom today than before the pandemic. Well, don't you realize that was the point of the pandemic, to politicize it, to take your personal freedoms away? And they actually did a really good job of that, didn't they, from their perspective? Meanwhile, we want to talk about the military this morning because discussion is ramping up as to whether or not military members must be or should be forced to take the vaccine. Apparently, they can't be forced right now because the vaccine is only on an emergency use basis. But they're getting pretty close to a regular use basis approval from the FDA, at least for Pfizer and Moderna. And military leadership apparently has told their uh, commanders throughout the field to get ready, according to the Army Times, get ready for mandatory vaccines as early as September 1st. We're going to take a break. We'll come back and we'll find out more about that. Continue to press to get 12 to 18 year olds vaccinated,
1: to continue to uh, work uh, with communities where there's lower vaccination rates. That's one of the reasons we initiated these um, these for these strike forces to
0: go into communities and work with them to determine what they need to take a localized, specific approach.
2: And it's 521 Trayware, 550 KTSA, FM 1071, the Trayware page at KTSA.com. You should hear how she talks about you. 210 599 What's your reaction to this idea as Jen Psaki and the president are calling force teams are going to be coming to your door, knocking on your door. Are you vaccinated? We need to speak with you about being vaccinated. We want to talk with you. What do you think? 210-599-5555. It's crazy. It's nuts. It's none of your business. It is none of anybody's business. It is your business and your business only. As a free citizen of the United States, it's not up to the government. It's not the government's business. It's not the government's place to go to private citizens' homes. That's your castle. That's your domicile. It's not their place to go there and knock on the door. It's not their place to try to get you by hook and by crook to do something that apparently could be deadly to children. Apparently. It's possible. We don't know, and that's the point. We don't know. 210-599-5555. We're dealing with a story just this week, this 17-year-old boy whose heart apparently just blew up. No predetermined conditions, no underlying situation, no diabetes, nothing else in his life he gets the shot goes to sleep boom they found his heart all messed up he had no pre-existing heart condition no pre-existing condition of all at all 17 years old so yeah uh they want to go out there and they want to do this and 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 here's the thing i'll say about that i'll take your call anita i see you i'm going to come to you first and I got a couple of lines open at 210 55 55 55 55 55 55. If this is such a big deal to you, Joe, why haven't you slammed the border shut? Why haven't you lined it with troops? You see, what we got going on down at the border is we have an invasion of tens of thousands of people every week. Every week. Hundreds of thousands a month. Every month. Ever since he became president, I've got men on the ground down there that have been feeding me stories, and I'm going to tell you some of them this morning. Just since January, the huge increase. So if this is important enough to send strike force teams to people's homes to knock on their door and say, need to got vaccinated and to vaccinated right away. If it's that important to do, Isn't it pretty important to lock up the border where we know Latin America is the hotbed for COVID? Latin America is the hotbed for COVID. And yet, we got the border wide open. Bussing folks right here to San Antonio, putting them on airplanes, flying them all over the country. And Joe's not doing a thing about that. Oh, they're trying to scare us now about Lambda, the Lambda version that's in Peru. They're trying to scare us about the Delta version. Oh, my God, look at the Delta version. You know who's been dealing with the Delta version? The U.K. In fact, most of their new infections in the U.K. are the Delta version. Most of them. And did you know what Boris Johnson said yesterday? By the end of July, we're going to be back to normal. No more masks. (laughs) No more social distancing, no more website tracking you in the app. We're getting rid of all that. We're going back to normal the end of July. He said it's time. Listen, it's time we learn to live with the virus. The UK. They're not even They're not even going to people's homes in the UK and knocking on their doors. Have you been vaccinated? Let me speak with you. What is going on in the United States of America, folk? 210 599 5555. Anita, your thoughts. You're on the air.
1: The government has found another way to put their big foot on our necks again.
2: Well, yeah, for sure. Uh, and this is going to be it, you know. And, and they definitely are going to start showing up at people's homes. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Also, if you're in the military, they want to start uh, forcing you to take it. Right now, according to military rules, they can't because it's just under emergency use. About 60% of military members so far have had at least one of the vaccinations. About 60, well, it's almost 70% have had one of the vaccinations. The military is no different than the general population, meaning those who wanted it have it. Those who wanted the vaccination, military or not, already have it. What you have, those who haven't received the vaccination yet, are those who don't want it. And that should be a right in America to not want a vaccination. If you don't want it, you shouldn't have to take it. And yet, now, in our woke military, our critical race theory military, our Marxism military, our white supremacy, the United States' is systemically white supremacist military, from the top down, General Milley and everybody else, oh, our military, our military needs to wake up. You need to read Marx. You need to read Mao, according to Milley. Now they want to force you to take it they want you to have to take it again those who are in the military who don't have it don't have it because they don't want it well but trey you understand you get in the military you don't get any rights at all you raise your hand and take all your rights away no i do i fully understand that well there's all kinds of vaccines hell i got about five thousand vaccines already in me man they gave me a vaccine for everything i know i understand I understand that you knew about those vaccines when you signed up and you knew you were going to have to take those vaccines that have been around for years and have track record for years when you signed up in a voluntary military. This one has not been around for years. You don't know what the track record is. We have no idea what the track record is on these vaccines. And now they're going to come along and say to the military, yeah, you have to take this new vaccine. You have to. 210-599-5555. Eddie, go right ahead. You're on the air.
1: All, right. All I can say is I can foresee a lot of the strike forces nursing dog bites
2: well <laughs> rover you answer the door this time i got it last time <laughs> it's rover's turn <laughs> i have
1: four junkyard dogs that won't let anybody in my yard
2: i just uh you know uh, what is going on with us what what is happening with this country
1: i think we we're, we're, we're going to hell in the hand basket at light speed
2: i'm telling you man it's just you know sending strike force teams to law-abiding citizens' homes to pressure them to get a shot. 210-599-5555. Thank you.
1: Every COVID-19 hospitalization and death in the United States has been among the unvaccinated. So if you're vaccinated, you're protected. But if you're unvaccinated, you're not. And you're putting yourself, more importantly, maybe from your perspective, your family and your friends at risk. So, as he went on, he said, get vaccinated.
2: Get vaccinated. vaccinated." Okay, so um, we're talking about that with you this morning and starting the last half hour. Trey Ware here, 550 KTSA, FM 1071, the Trey Ware page, KTSA.com, best in the business, Don Morgan. Chris, right over there. Chris Glasgow, there he is. And Elaine Rodriguez, right over there. And of course, Debbie's got your traffic covered for you. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. 599 In the last half hour, if you're just now waking up, we were talking about this new Strike Force teams. These new Strike Force teams. We're going to send Strike Force teams to your neighborhood. <laughs> we're going to go door to door. We're going to knock on your door. We're going to pressure you into taking the Vax. And as I said, and I've been saying this for months now, Everybody who wanted to get vaccinated has been vaccinated. It's not like there are people sitting around. Boy, I wish I could go get it. Sorry. Everybody who wants it has it. You're now down to those who are saying no. Do Americans have a right to say no without the government coming to their front door and saying, you need to say yes. Hey, champ. Hey, champ.
1: Hey, you need to say
2: yes. Yes. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. By the way, the majority of the rain or whatever is down at the coast right now, and out in the bay and out in the Gulf. So um, it's away from us right now. Could circle back and get us about midday into the afternoon hours. We'll watch it, but it looks like fingers crossed, knock on wood, that uh, everything's gonna be fine uh, this morning. Going in, it may be a different story coming home this afternoon with Jack Riccardi. And, of course, we'll be here to help you. But the creeks did rise yesterday, and they are cresting now, have been cresting since yesterday afternoon, starting to recede in the San Antonio area and just south of San Antonio, and now heading on to the Gulf of Mexico. So for all you folks south of us, hang on. The creeks are headed your way. Stay out to water if you can. Keep the kids out to water if you can. Those swift currents, plus you just have no idea what's down in there. Okay, so 210 I want to keep talking about that. What do you think about the government sending their, their term strike force teams? See, don't you get like Delta Force or something, the SEALs or something in your head when you hear them talk about strike force teams are going to come and knock on your door to pressure you into taking the vaccine? What business is it of the governments to pressure you into doing anything? Uh, I'll answer that for you. It's not their business. That's not what they're supposed to do. Government's not supposed to pressure you into anything at all. They got it bass backwards. You pressure the government. They don't pressure you. But anyway, in Joe Biden's communist world, that's exactly what communist China does. That's exactly what the Soviet Union and now Russia does. They come to your door with shandarms, and they rap on your door and tell you answer, and then they want to know, will you uh, accept the vaccine or not? If not, you may come with us. Oh, you think I'm kidding. That's the next step. You know that, right? You can come with us. Turn the lights out. Uh, make sure you raise the A.C. as you're walking out the door, but you need to come with us. Oh, that's where we're headed. <laughs> that's where this goes from here. Sure, it's a friendly visit first. Hi, how you doing? We're like the Mormons. We're like the Jehovah Witnesses. We just wanted to knock on your door. Do you know Jesus? that's how it starts but we're not talking about a religious organization here we're talking about the full power of the united states government coming to your front door and for those of you who are in the military they've already told the brass to get ready because they're thinking sometime around september one they can start pumping it into your arm as well 210 599 meanwhile on to some other stories too U.S. gas prices the highest in seven years, up forty percent just since January. I have a picture. the The station around the corner from my house on January nineteenth was a buck seven nine, buck seventy nine. It's now over three bucks for the regular unleaded, the low grade. What is it? Eighty seven octane, whatever that is. I don't know. The the low grade octane it's uh it's now up to over three dollars it was a buck seven nine on january 19th the only thing that's changed is joe biden became president on january 20th following through with the plans of his master barack obama who said gas needs to be higher more expensive so that you will stop buying it It's up 40% since January. Fuel costs aren't expected to drop anytime soon. Janet, uh, or Jeanette McGee, spokesperson with AAA, says we believe it's going to rise at least another 10 to 20 cents this summer alone. What's going on? Well, first of all, the Biden administration has been working to to give up our uh, oil independence, our energy independence, our oil independence, because... As Barack said, you got to raise the price of fossil fuels so people will quit using them. As things become more expensive, people stop. And that's the plan. Is to raise the prices so much they become untenable for people and people start buying Tesla and all these other things that Joe and everybody that th- that he knows has investments in. That's that's the game, baby. That's the game. OPEC meanwhile We're becoming more and more reliant on them. You remember how friendly they were to us back in the 70s? Remember the gas lines in the 70s? No, you don't. Okay, well, anyway, OPEC loved the gas lines of the 70s and loved what they did to us in the 70s and loved all the control and power that they had over the United States for so long. Well, until this guy came along named as Donald Trump, who broke us free of OPEC's enslavement. We were enslaved to OPEC all those years. We had to do whatever they wanted us to do all those years because that was our primary source of gasoline and petroleum for the country. And without it, nothing happens. Nothing. We don't make anything. We don't deliver anything. Nothing gets done without fossil fuel in the United States. Period. And our leaders know that. And they got friends in low places all over the Middle East who they love to take care of because at some point they know they're going to get taken care of. Again, that's how it works. And the people who end up getting a shaft all day long is the American consumer. And we're getting shafted again. Gas prices in Los Angeles, just a penny away from notching the highest level in nine years. Los Angeles is paying four thirty three a gallon right now four thirty three a gallon right now in Los Angeles, and the prices continue to go up everywhere you think about it. That's exactly what these guys their dream is in order to get you to buy solar panels and to buy windmills and all the other stuff. they have to make fossil fuels first of all more expensive and second of all, what did they do to you in February? Uh-huh. You froze in February and they blamed it on fossil fuels, which was a lie, a damn lie. It wasn't the fault of fossil fuels. It was the Green New Deal that made you freeze. But they blamed it on the fossil fuels. It's a game that they play to manipulate people, and that's exactly what they're doing. The Florida building collapse death toll is up to 36 now, 109 people still missing, and the firefighters and the rescuers down there are saying, you know what? It doesn't look good for any more life to come out of there, and i I would tend to think that that's probably accurate. two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five I've got to take a break here when we come back. the Pledge of Allegiance. if you want to say the pledge, you can call us and record it at two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five be great to have you say in it two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five I'm not going to force you. I'm not going to come to your front door and pressure you to say the pledge it's It's purely voluntary if you want to. Uh, you, the phones are open right now, and you can call Chris and record it, 210-599-5555. Well, Chris, maybe you ought to go to a few front doors and knock on it. Maybe you should and try to pressure a few people to uh, to do it. Um, after the break, too, we'll talk a little bit more about a new poll out from Trafalgar Group. Says President uh, President Biden, not in charge. People are beginning to believe that more and more and more. And we'll take a quick trip to the border for an update down there, too. That's Can you believe Ringo's 81?
0: Isn't that crazy? It looks great. (laughs) It looks better than you and I. I know. (laughs) Come on. And he's seen a lot and done a lot. He's got nearly 30 years on me. Well, you know what it is? He
2: he hooked up with one woman and stayed with her all those years. Yeah. He didn't go trading off. He didn't, you
0: know, hey, when you hit 50, I'm going to trade you for 225s. <laughs> when you hit 60, I'm getting 230s. He didn't do that, man. Because oh, you know, really? he's married to a bond girl. <laughs> yes. Why, would <laughs>
2: Why would he? Right. Well, you know. Yeah, and and I, that's the secret to success. Long term, looking good, feeling good, feeling fine. Ringo Starr is 81 today. That that goes. He's in that pile over here now. Yeah. Oh, those guys that we've been talking about lately. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I think the one that shocked me a couple of weeks ago was Chris Kristofferson turning like 84 or something. You know. Yeah. And I'm going. All these guys, man, that were <laughs> our guys.
0: What is the yeah, scoop? I know. It's
2: crazy. is McCartney close to 80? I think he's 79. Yeah,
0: he's going to be 80, I think, next year. Think <laughs> well, that
2: would follow 42. 79, right? Yeah. I'm just checking.
0: Yeah, I was just trying to think of what year he was born. I think it's 42.
2: <laughs> there you so. go. Well, there you go. God dang. See, you know all this stuff, man. How do you how do you put all that in your brain and, and walk around y- with you it? You
0: know, I get asked that a lot, especially yeah. about this. About music? Yeah, but I worked at an oldie station for years. Well, yeah, I did, too. I'm know? forgetting and, all that and, stuff. And though. so you, it just kind of gets ingrained in you. Yeah. You know, and so... It's just stuff you never forget, especially if it's something you're interested in. Right, so, music. Yeah, and I've always been a huge fan of that band. Right, so. right. And Ringo in, in
2: in particular. You know, when I was young, I was a huge Elvis guy, right? And I got a book called Everything Elvis one time, and it was everything. And it was just a, you know, it was like a bathroom reader because it was just a one-line or two, sure. you know, what kind of, what was his favorite shoe store, Tom McCann yep. type deal. Right. His favorite toothpaste was Pepsodent, you know, all these things sure. about him. Right. And I still have that crap in my brain. I put it in there when I was 10 years yeah. old.
0: It's still there. It's stuff you never forget. That's right. You know? you know, I can't remember what I ate for breakfast this morning. Same here. <laughs> I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday, right? But I can remember something I heard Casey Kasem say in 1980. Right, <laughs> that's true. You know, it's true.
2: Yeah. And uh, speaking of Casey Kasem, we keep reaching for the stars. Yeah. You know, all those guys are gone too. You know. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you think about this. Uh, who's replacing these guys? You know.
0: It's just not there. Yeah, right. Well, you know, they're there, but I just don't think that they're presented to us the way we used to get them. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, because I, I... I agree. New music is, you hear people say, well, you know, there's nothing nothing good that's new. Well, I, you know, I disagree. I do, too. You know, because if you, if you look around enough, right. you, know, you will find something that's that's satisfactory no matter what type of music you listen to
2: you know so. i was thinking about this yesterday uh, the grand girls were swimming yesterday and they right. turned on the music as loud as it could go i apologize to you guys at my neighbors <laughs> but they were just jamming as loud as they could go you know in in um, when you and i were disc jockeys each station had what was called a music format. And it's still kind of that way, but it was more uh, strict and prohibitive uh, in the 80s and 90s where if you were a country station, that's all you did. If you were a soft rock station, you know, you were Barry Manilow and Richard Marks, right? Right. Um, If you were Rock, you were ACDC and, you know, uh, Aerosmith and those guys. Mm -hmm. That was, you know, you knew what you were going to get when you turned on a certain station, right? Yeah. And uh, they were really into that. And then along came the Jack concept, which just kind of blew everything up and Mm -hmm. said, you know, we're going to play what we want. Right. And it was kind of like what they called iPod radio. Mm -hmm. And on-demand radio has become huge now because of – pandora and all that stuff you know all that stuff. spotify everything is available out there right so these kids you know 14 15 16 years old swimming in a pool yesterday there you talk about eclectic i thought i was eclectic yeah it's all over the place i thought i was i thought you know because i listened to mozart and then uh and megadeth i I thought i was eclectic yeah but and, and they have the attention span of a gnat (laughs) <laughs> they will listen for about fifteen seconds and punch on the next yeah. thing. So in 15, in in one minute time, I heard a rock and roll like hard rock, and then I heard some sort of dance thing from I don't know who it was, right. and then I heard something else sounded like a love song to me, and then conjunto, <laughs> tano, yeah, and they know the words to all of it. They're singing, they're out there singing with all the various stuff, so they're really eclectic and all over the board.
0: It's kind of like when we were coming along. Remember how Top Forty radio used to be, where you would. Oh, well, I did it, would, it here. Yeah, you, you know, you you know, you'd be playing Kenny. We had 40 records here. You'd play Kenny Rogers and then you'd segue into <laughs> something, you know, We did. Something a little heavier. Number know? one song
2: on this station for the longest time, I think for a whole year was The Gambler. Yeah. We played it over and over and then we go right into something like Funky Town. Now, these are old songs, but I mean that
0: That's how it was. That's
2: how it was back then, man. We were all over the all over the map. Yep. And it worked. And and you know what else? You could hear The Gambler on this station on a rock station, on a soft rock station, and a country station, across the board, you heard it everywhere. Yeah. But you know they got real restrictive there for the longest time, and I think it hurt them. I think it really did. Yeah, uh, it limited what they were able to do. And now, man, I'll tell you, they are they are so eclectic. I liked hearing that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, me too. I don't like to get stuck into any one. I never do. Any one area for too long. I do
2: have, I have my road mix when I'm on the motorcycle, and it's got sure. to have a little more drive to it. Yep. You know? There's nothing
0: right. soft on that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you can't be cr- tooling through the you know, hill country man. on your Harley listening to bread. Yeah, it's you not going to happen. That, there's a time gonna... and place for bread. Exactly. Okay? But you won't see me riding in front
2: of Green Hall listening to Air Supply.
1: <laughs> Back in a
2: minute. a <laughs> Life right on dad that's a concern dad in illinois telling the uh, school district up there quit this critical race theory crap in our school you teach them math and science we'll teach them about life more dads dad we need bold men right now this is a time for men to be bold and stand up for their children before they take your children away at least mentally hey it's 607 now ktsa what's up it is uh what day is it anyway? Oh, it's the seventh of July, which means it's Wednesday. You know, I got a, one of those weeks where I'm just going to be, I'm going to be off all week. Well, I mean, off in my head, I'll be off next week, right? But I mean, I, I I'm off in my head this week because yeah. we're all screwed up
0: and a little I, confusion going on. Yeah, and I hope it goes a whole lot faster than last week did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it like Tuesday or Wednesday of last week? Where we, you you asked me if it was oh. Friday yet when I walked God, in. I'm not going to do that this week. No. Because that just dooms
2: the week, doesn't it? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm just not going to do it. I'm just going to let it go. And we'll then get there I really get
0: started there. to think about it after. About Which of course, right. it was going.
2: Well, and that you know? became every morning when you walked in yeah. and you say, Trey, where? And you turn around, <laughs> just so everybody knows. Yeah. Trey Allen, Ware. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Trey Allen, Ware. Yeah. He starts hollering that down the hall. Because any person at this time of night that comes around the corner, you you want a little
0: notification. Right. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, you know, at 3 in the morning. You know, right. It's not a great neighborhood. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Ooh. I start screaming at you down from down the hallway. He starts hollering from 35. Yeah. I'm about there. I'm taking the Eisenhower exit now. <laughs> When I pull in the driveway, I just lay on the horn that's right. all the way. To, He's just you know, right. Let you know I'm here. Yeah.
2: So we're not going to do that this week. We're not going to no. do the, hey, is it Friday yet? Is it, no. We did that all last week, and it just ruined the whole week. That's
0: so- true. We learned from our mistakes. Yes, we have. At least we can say that. You know, and by Friday, we were like, uh, you know, I don't even care. Anymore. I don't even care. <laughs> if I have to come back tomorrow, i got to come back tomorrow. Yeah. So what? You yeah. know, we just do this all over
2: again. I just saw where Jen Psaki and the White House are blaming uh, the crime rise and everything that's going on on the season and the 4th of July. Oh, get out. Yeah. Get off of it you people oh it's a, yeah it's because we had a holiday and uh, it was uh it's uh, you know it's the summer and we had a holiday here in the summer we always had the fourth of july in july jen <laughs> the fourth of july always happens in july jen just so you'll know well yeah but 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 it's you know it's just the it's the way it is we had a holiday it was the fourth and the uh, what else would you like to blame? What else? What other negative crap would you like to blame on the Fourth of July? Go right ahead, you liberal idiot whack jobs. Go ahead. Whatever. What? what else would you like to lay on the Fourth? Because <laughs> they just did it all weekend. The Fourth responsible for everything bad happening in America. It's all the Fourth's fault. So, actually, let me just uh, set the record straight. The rise in crime is because you have been rewarding crime now, ever since you got into power. Which goes back, by the way, a couple of years because you had, before Joe Biden, you had the the House and the Senate. And you you had a whole bunch of these DAs across the country that were uh, assigned and paid for by George Soros. And they went immediately soft on crime and starting letting people out of jails all across America. And then you brought in criminals across the border, and you contri- continue to bring in criminals across the border. Fourteen hundred last week alone in the Del- or in the uh, Rio Grande sector, criminals—not—not not overall illegal aliens, just the criminals we caught. We're talking about primarily sex offenders. Whole bunch of sex offenders coming from down there across our border, and uh, that's why uh, when, when you when you reward crime, you're going to get more of it. Uh San Francisco is another prime example. Did you see the smash and grab at the Neiman Marcus in San Francisco yesterday? Oh great man, it's wonderful. Oh, this is this is the, the Joe Biden's America's great place to live. So, uh because they no longer prosecute theft in San Francisco, because they no longer will go after these guys, Remember a couple of weeks ago when I talked about how they were riding their bicycles into CVCs, CVSs, whatever they call that place, and, and Walgreens or whatever, and they were loading up trash bags full of stuff off the shelves and then just riding out, and they're not being prosecuted, not even being pursued because they're not going to prosecute those guys who do those kinds of things. That's okay. You know, they needed it, so we're not prosecuting them. And I said at the time, okay. You let this continue, and the next thing you know, they're going to be going into big stores, and they'll be grabbing purses and dresses and everything, and that's exactly what happened to Neiman Marcus yesterday. bunch of kids, kids, bunch of idiots, criminals, bunch of criminals went into Neiman Marcus, and you know the display cases, all the glasses, they broke them all, and they grabbed all these purses and everything else and ran out the door of Neiman Marcus. And everybody was just there with their cell phone, you know, just videoing it, just watching them run. And they won't be prosecuted. And the next, you know, this is the way crime works. You let this level do what they're doing, and then it steps up a level. You let that level do what they're doing, and it steps up another level. That's why you have to prosecute even the lowest level offender because crime is progressive. Oh, I got away with that. Hey, baby, what am I going to get away with next? So – that's where we are, and that's why you're seeing this kind of thing happen. Jen, it has nothing to do with the Fourth of July. Stop it. You people are sounding like idiots and fools now for blaming the Fourth of July for everything negative in the country. Oh, Fourth of July is just racism. It's racist. Dang. Stop it. Just knock it off. We you know you can act as woke as you want to, but we're we're there, we understand what's going on, and it's you people that are ruining the country by not going after criminals, by knocking on our doors to try to pressure us into getting vaccinated now i'm curious what your reaction to that is 210-599-5555 the president announced yesterday along with jen saki they are putting together quote quote strike force teams to go door-to-door in america to pressure people to accept the vaccination Uh, jen says uh no thanks mind your business joe leave us alone Kathy says, I'll be telling them it's my body, my choice. Paul says they're going to love to meet my red healer. Uh, let's see. William says, I dare the high-stepping step bootlickers. Scott says in an email to me, with everything the Biden administration, puppet administration is doing, why is not the government considered a hostile government? Uh, I consider them hostile every day with what they're doing right now, man. I really do, Scott. So here's what they announced yesterday in case it got by you. They are going to put together what they are calling strike force teams to go door-to-door to people's homes, your front door, if you have not been vaccinated, and they know whether you have been or not. They're keeping track of that. And if you haven't been, they want to come knock on your door and pressure you to take the vaccine. They want to know if you have the vaccine. and I wonder if they're going to be wearing armbands. I don't know. But they're going to be showing up, targeted community by community, door-to-door, they say and they're going to be knocking on doors pressuring people to accept the vaccine now i'll say it again uh because it's it's worth repeating everybody that has the vaccine now are the ones that wanted the vaccine everybody that does not have the vaccine now they don't want it and how dare you send people to america's front doors to try to apply this pressure on them to try to accept something they don't want. It's none of your business, Joe Biden. It's not the government's place. It's not the government's business to knock on your front door to pressure you into anything, anything. Again, what did I say about crime being progressive? If you let them get away with the low-level thing, they step it up a notch, and they step it up a notch, and they step it up a notch, and that's what the government is doing. They're the exact same way. The criminals in Washington, they do one thing and they get away with it and they step it up a notch and they step it up a notch and they step it up a notch. It's incrementalism. This is the way they do it in China. This is the way they do it in Russia. This is the way they do it in the other countries. And this is the way they want to do it here in the United States. My question is, what's your reaction? let's just say you and mama sitting there watching a little telly and there's knock on the door and it's two people with badges saying we're from the government do you have the vaccine we understand you do not mr jones and we see it right here that you and your wife don't have the vaccine what's your reaction to that david go right ahead you're on the air
1: the strike force is ridiculous are they going to have the vaccines with them or are you going to have a choice
2: you know what i i'm guessing that they will have the vaccines with them no, I I'm I'm yeah. saying it's a guess. Uh, no, I it's agree. a guess but they,
1: they don't try to give it they don't try to give it to my seventy two year old mother who just got out of the hospital who's hunkered down in her bedroom for the last year and a half, scared to death.
2: You're right. Right. See, and the reason I say I think they're going to have it, you know, a good salesperson knows that you've got to close the sale when the moment is right. You can't say, okay, I'll be back tomorrow, right? I'll be back tomorrow. So if you show up and you pressure somebody and they say, okay, uh, look, you see, most Americans are scared. They're scared spitless of the government, most Americans. And so, well, of course. And so when the government shows up and says, hey, I'm from the Biden administration or whatever, or or the department of the whatever, right, department of XYZ, whatever, and exactly. I'm, I'm here to do, well, of course, they're going to have the shot ready to go because they're not going to turn around and walk away and, and say, okay, we'll be back next Tuesday to give you the shot. They're not going to give you a chance to rethink it.
1: <laughs> hey, uh, by the way, I love all of you all shows. All awesome. listen every day. Love it.
2: Thank you, David. Appreciate it, man. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. How dare you, you people in the government. How dare you, Joe Biden, sending strike force, strike force teams, his word, i'm not trying to be hyperbolic i'm not trying to fire you up i'm telling you what he said strike force teams jim go ahead you're on oh
1: well, that's real easy they show up you say hang on you call the sheriff say you have three minutes to remove these people or i will remove them in three and a half
2: okay thank you jim appreciate it 210-599-5555 unfortunately unfortunately you know, it's it's gonna to come to that for a lot of these people. A lot of people are not gonna put up with it, man. You know, you, you start driving onto some of these ranches in Texas and you know, you see a car coming up the driveway that you don't know. I mean, I'm just saying, it's this is the way this is gonna go, and how dare they figure that they have a right to come to your front door and demand, demand of you that you take the vaccine. What's your reaction to that? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five, two one zero five nine nine fifty five 55 your thoughts after the break you know here we are in the middle of summer and summer can be a very stressful time for people including kiddos when it comes to things like depression or ocd or ptsd or anything like that you always think that summer is a good time just to play have fun you know all that well it's not for for a lot of folks and addiction you know addiction's huge during the summer months anxiety stress you know they're all very real And, of course, they're present all year round. So if your child or your teen, young adult, or even you or your spouse, um, if you're having a hard time, look, you can take action now and find help at Laurel Ridge Treatment Center. They've been around since 1987 providing caring and compassionate treatment for young people and adults with depression, addiction, a wide variety of behavioral and psychiatric issues. And they were here to take care of all of you. For a free assessment, it's offered 24 hours a day, seven days a week. All you got to do is call them at 210-491-3591, or you can go online, laurelridgetc.com. That's laurelridgetc.com. They're there for you. The AccuWeather forecast, quite a bit different this morning than yesterday morning, thank goodness. Um, We're going to probably see some rain later on this afternoon. The coast is getting hammered right now, a lot of rain, and there's a pretty big fish storm that's going on out there in the Gulf of Mexico right now, but... Uh, it's not affecting us so far right here in san antonio mostly cloudy humid a couple of showers around even a heavy thunderstorm in places this afternoon again flash flooding is a possibility like it was yesterday with a high of 84 thunderstorm tonight Then tomorrow mostly cloudy humid a couple of showers and thunderstorm 84 and basically the same thing on friday 73 say and fm 1071 stay connected
1: so please get vaccinated now it works it's free it's never been easier And it's never
2: been more important. That's another one to put on a great show, Captain. That's another group right there, the original Stray Cats. Well, I saw both Stray Cats and Setzer's Orchestra. Wow. Both of them are great shows. 210-599-5555. The Haitian president has been assassinated, now breaking from CNN in an attack at his residence in Haiti. Uh, president Jovenel Moise has been assassinated there. That's all we know so far. We get some more details. We'll pass those along to you. But that's the president of Haiti has been assassinated, attack on his home in Haiti. 623 ware ktsa 210 599 210 Zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. This being Wednesday, coming up at six thirty five. John Hayward from Breitbart will join us, and we're going to break down all these stories of the day.
1: But first, to your calls, and Ken, you're on. Good morning, Ken. Good morning. Hey, I'm just curious if this strike force will be uh, vacc—will be armed when they bring the vaccines to, uh, vaccines to your house.
2: I, I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to that. We don't know anything other than what they told us yesterday, that they are sending strike force teams into the communities to go door to door to door to mm-hmm. pressure people to. And obviously, Ken, these are people that uh, don't want the vaccine because they haven't gotten it yet, right?
1: And that's one, my agreement with you on that
2: so how dare they (laughs) you know how dare they try to go to a private citizen's home anywhere in this country and try to force them and twist their arm into putting something in their body that they have already made a decision that they don't want how dare they do this
1: i'm in full agreement with you and there's going to be a lot of lot of things go wrong with this
2: Uh, it's just it's insanity it is absolute insanity and it's not their place Founding fathers, again, flipping over in their graves a hundred times. Thank you, Ken. Hey, Debbie, you're on. Go right ahead.
1: Hey, Trey. Hi. I just wanted to say to everybody, if this happens, they better look out that their rights are going to be taken away. Of course. And we got to get out there and vote and get rid of them. And also, I believe he needs to be impeached. He is not stable
2: um well i you know what debbie thank you very much and uh, i i agree and i i don't know if you impeach him for not being stable uh, there are already talks going on in uh, various journals and publications about what to do when he's no longer able to perform the job and he's he's rapidly getting there there's all kinds of scenarios that are being bandied about by people in the intellectual community the intellectual political community about what needs to be done, what can be done, about different scenarios. Once he's unable to perform, how long will Jill be able to or uh, want to cover it up? <clears throat> that he he's no longer able to do what he's doing. You know, foreign press. We spent a lot of time yesterday playing sound bites from foreign press in Australia and the UK and other places. They recognize what's going on. Our press is is unwilling to talk about it because they're on his team but the only honest press are those in foreign countries who are saying uh, uh, the world has a problem because this guy is not mentally there anymore and they're saying it that way the world has a problem it's not just america that has a problem the entire world has a problem and so, in some of these journals that i when I do a deep dive into my research in some of these journals, what I find are some in the political intellectual community now talking about different scenarios Jill covering it up i mean i 'm hearing i, I, I got to tell you i 'm hearing some really wild stuff, different scenarios, man, even one that would remove Kamala so Kamala wouldn 't ascend to the to the presidency put Pence in there, Pence ascends, and then they put Jill in as vice president. I mean, this is the kind of talk they're, they're bouncing. What they're doing is they're throwing spaghetti on the wall to see what sticks, right, and to see what slides down and doesn't make it. And that's where they are right now, just talking about the various scenarios that we could be faced facing in this country very, very soon but this one here where they want to send people to your front door to knock on your front door is one of the most egregious uh, violations of personal liberties that I've ever seen in this country. Uh, and and they are doing it. They're once again using the pandemic, just like they did to cheat to vote last year. They're once again using the pandemic to come after your personal liberties by coming to your front door. For those of us who already accepted the vaccine That's because we wanted it. But people who did not accept the vaccine, they have every right in the world to say no. And we, the rest of the country, should say to them, that's fine, man. That's fine. You don't have to take it. That's what we should be doing. And most certainly, that's what our government should be doing. John Hayward joins me next, KTSA. I want to tell you about our friends over at Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. You talk about the good guys at Quarter Moon can take care of any of your plumbing issues. Big, small, whatever it is, uh, they can take care of removing and replacing a toilet for you or a big sink for you or water heaters for you or a big leak or even a small leak. If you have one of those licks that's just one of those tink, 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 and it runs you crazy all night, don't, hey man, don't go crazy. (laughs) Call quarter moon before you go crazy. They'll keep you from going crazy. 210-651-5899 two ten six five one five eight nine nine is the number. And of course when it comes to anything A C. Now we we got quite a respite going on right now from the hot temperatures and that's great. And thank you, Lord, for all that. And we're going to be in the eighties again today. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. But you know a hundred's coming back. You know that, right? And when it does, it's going to come back with a vengeance and your AC is going to be stressing. That's why you want the top name brands. You want the technicians that know what they're doing and you want the longest warranties in the business for your AC. And that's why you want quarter moon on your side. Quarter moon Plumbing Heat and AC is on your side at 210-651. They connected.
1: We are going to continue to press to get 12- to 18-year-olds vaccinated, to continue to uh, work uh, with communities where there's lower vaccination rates. That's one of the reasons we initiated these um, d- these for- these strike forces.
2: Yeah, okay. <laughs> Ware here, KTSA, 36%. In a Travalgar Group convention of states action survey, thirty-six percent believe Joe Biden is in charge. The majority say others are directing his agenda. Look, all you got to do is look at the guy, and even foreign press knows, right? He he's not there. He's not doing this. You know, he's not. And, and it's not surprised to me that the vast majority of Americans know he's not doing this job. Uh, when when the other day he's at a pie shop and he's asked about Russia hacks. and he he pulls open his coat jacket and he pulls out cards and he says let me read to you what they gave me read and then yesterday he's going get vaccinated now get vaccinated now and he starts to walk off from the podium somebody says hey what about those russian hacks which they aren't even talking about he goes back opens up the book and reads the script word for word The highlight of my week is right here. John Hayward from Breitbart.com. Joining me on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. John, yesterday uh, they announced strike force teams are going to be coming to people's homes to pressure them to take the vaccine. How
1: dare they? I don't know how they could handle the messaging for this any worse. I mean, what a debacle between, as, as you mentioned, you know, Joe Biden is a dementia patient that has no business being in the White House, so everything he gets involved in automatically turns into a gigantic disaster because he just looks ridiculous trying to pretend he's the president. But then to even come up with this idea that they're going to send strike, and to use that term, they're going to send a strike force out there to what, kick in your door and forcibly vaccinate you, or what the hell? You know, What is this? I don't know how they could bungle this more thoroughly than they've been bungling it and Joe Biden's uh, rollout for the vaccines has been hideous. I mean, they, they love to beat their chests and thump and try to take credit and pretend Trump didn't create the vaccines and all that with Operation Warp Speed. But uh, the the honest truth is that Biden has botched this vaccine rollout terribly. And, and he and his pet media have to keep admitting that he's not hitting his targets. He's not making his goals. And they try to soft-pedal it and sugarcoat it and say, oh, well, they're, they're just revising their goals. No, it's a failure. It's one failure after another. And you combine that with what's going on in the world, world stage, the, these, this hack attack you mentioned. Remember a couple of weeks ago, Joe Biden meets with Vladimir Putin, and he's a stumbling wreck. And all of the foreign media is looking at Joe Biden's G7 trip, and they're saying, who is this guy? How dare the Americans send this corpse you know, to the G7? What an insult to the world that this is the president. And the U.S. media is saying, Biden conquers the world. What an amazing performance in, in all this. Well, look at what actually happened after that meeting. Putin slapped Biden across the world stage and then russian hackers are running riot hitting bigger and bigger targets in the united states and biden can't even discuss the problem never mind respond to it he's incapable of understanding it he can't even read flash cards what message does that send to america's enemies
2: i mean that's it you nailed it he's having to pull cards out of his jacket pocket or open up his notebook and read the response word for word I mean, this thing is, uh, this is a wreck, you know, this pulling out of uh, Afghanistan, as we did a couple of days ago from Bagram in the middle of the night, and leaving all that equipment behind, but not even telling the guy that we were handing the keys over to that we were leaving, he shows up for work. And the Americans are gone. Hey, where did the Americans go? You know, and and immediately, immediately, Vlad says, well, I'm sending guys right there to the border, so I'm going to secure the area. And then China says, well, we're going to come through and we're going to build a bunch of roads, bridges, and schools for you people. I mean, the mess that Joe Biden is creating all around the world, everywhere, everything he touches – Falls apart, but as we said, it's not Joe Biden. I I I have huge suspicions as to who it is, but I know it's not this guy. I know it's not him. He's not capable of getting out of bed on his own in the morning.
1: Well, and you and I and a lot of people listening may have our suspicions, but our media is curiously incurious about all of right. this. They they couldn't care less. What do they do when these things are happening? Like you know the Bagram Air Base withdrawal you mentioned. This is absolutely baffling there could be valid reasons for doing it i'd be willing to entertain that there was a security reason that we had to duck out in the middle of the night you know and pretty much leave the doors swinging behind us as we and the afghans show up and they're like hey where are all the americans and there's basically a note pinned to the fridge we're sorry we had to go i mean there might be a good valid security reason for that but the media doesn't seem to care all they ask him about is what flavor of ice cream he wants this is one of the problems that, that face the American people, and we need to understand how big of a problem this is. Our media is completely non functional in terms of its ability to give us any kind of accountability, transparency, any real reporting on what this administration is doing. They're not even asking the questions, never mind doggedly pursuing the answers, and that, that's not good. Our democracy doesn't function with a media as comprehensively broken as the U.S. media is.
2: I'm, I'm just, uh, yeah, and I understand what you're saying about a security threat, possibly. You know, uh, they- didn't even try to make that argument. I I really believe a lot of this has to do with showing America as weak again. We haven't won a war since Norman Schwarzkopf in Kuwait in 1991. Uh, we don't do that like we used to do, and what should have been done in this case, ceremoniously walking out on one of those runways with all the pomp and circumstance, with everybody in their pretty suits, taking the the blade or the sword over to the new commander and handing it to them and the, the pride of the American soldier shining on the world stage. Instead of doing that, General Milley goes before Congress and talks about how wonderful it is to read Mao and Marx and that white supremacy and critical race theory are the most important things in our military these days. These people are jokes.
1: And, and it's that message that they're sending so powerfully right. as far as, as the Democrats ca- are concerned. All their enemies are domestic now. They're, they're right. ready for war against the American people. They don't really care about foreign adversaries anymore. They, they don't think any of those are worth worrying about. They see America as a declining dining nation, and they're just going to try to lock us down in a hospice and try to make death as, as relatively comfortable as possible for us as, as national decline goes. So they're now wholly focused on their domestic political opponents. And, of course, the world's bad actors – definitely get that message, and they're just having a romp, you know, across the planet. Everybody from Russian hackers to Chinese imperialists are looking at the election of Joe Biden like, how did we get this lucky? <laughs> how could the American right. people have possibly put this guy in the White House and just handed the keys to the future to us? And that's what this is all about. The future belongs now to China, to China and its growing access of evil that's, that's rising up as the new world hegemonic power. And Biden doesn't even understand the threat, never mind how to deal with it.
2: Well, but and probably personally benefiting from it you know we know his son's been all up into chinese business for quite some time and and according to reports allegedly still is involved with chinese business while his daddy's running the united well while his daddy has a position of running the united states before i let you go i want to uh, bring up one more thing um and i i'm not real sure how the rest of the country views what's going on at our border but i can tell you john from being here and having a lot of friends that own these ranches uh, people that own businesses uh, just south of here. It's a mess. It is a uh, crime. Uh, the, the biggest problem is criminals that are coming back, primarily sex offenders that have been convicted in U.S. courts, and Biden is allowing them to come back in the country. The crime that we are seeing, the destruction of property that is going on, it, it is absolute chaos with what's happening at our border here. And yeah, the rest of the country may not get it because they're isolated and, and, and away from it, but it's chaos at our border. And we're talking about tens of thousands, thousands that are coming across a week hundreds of thousands are coming across a month it's an invasion that's the only word that makes any sense to use as to what's happening at our border but for one thing that that just continues to boggle the mind they they are willing to go to and this kind of circles back to the previous topic they're willing to go to people's homes that are private citizens in the united states with a strike force i guess they're going to be wearing arm bands and intimidate them to take a vaccine and by the way everybody who had who wanted the vaccine has it what they're talking about is people who have made a position and 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 staked out a position in their life that they don't want the vaccine those are the homes they're going to in this intimidation thing that they announced yesterday. But how come they haven't sealed up the border? We know for a fact that COVID is coming across the border. We know that the people in Latin America, right now Latin America is the number one hot spot in the world for COVID. And they're not getting vaccinated. And Joe Biden is more than happy to allow them to come across the border while harassing and haranguing U.S. citizens in their own home
1: and and remember under the doctrine of Joe Biden's party these people once they cross the border illegals they're invisible man they're shadows oh, they course. can't be found they can't be located they can't be deported they can't be measured they are they're, they're invisible they're ninjas once they cross the border they they disappear into the ether but you know they're super spreaders they're coronavirus super spreaders so he's ushering biden is pulling these people across the border this is not a policy failure it's his policy of course it is. he's deliberately bringing this invasion across the border They're coronavirus super spreaders he's He's pumping them out into your neighborhoods as fast as he can. Then he's going to send a coronavirus strike force to your house to hassle you about getting vaccinated. And when you ask about the illegal aliens, he's going to say, oh, they're sorry, they're invisible. We, We have no idea where they are. We can't do a thing about them. But we're going to come hassle you because we don't think you got vaccinated fast enough. I mean, people should be absolutely livid with outrage at this. And again, the media should be doing its job. They're covering up the calamity at the border instead of covering it.
2: Yeah, and and when when somebody gets here, they put them on an airplane and fly them wherever they want to go. John Hayward is one of the shining stars in American media today. He's at Breitbart.com, the author of Dr. Zero, Year One, and he's here uh, every Wednesday with us. Thank you, John. We'll talk next week. Thanks very much for having me. Always appreciate you. 647 now at KTSA car Zeus, car com. That is your place to go when you're ready to sell your car. No pressure, though. That's the thing about car Zeus. Every opportunity in the world for you to be able to sell your car to car Zeus, but just simply no pressure whatsoever. Phil Candera's great guy. He came up with a concept because so many people were uh, trying to sell their cars. There's a lot of work, man. It's almost a full-time job. Try to sell your car. It was a full-time job. Try to sell it and get a good price for it. You had to run it around from dealership to dealership, or you had to meet people that after you advertised it online, you have to meet people in a parking lot somewhere and let them test drive your car. Nah, you don't have to do any of that anymore. All you do is you log on to CarZeus.com, CarZeus.com, fill out the form. They will text you an offer. It's free, and there's no obligation to the offer. Free, no obligation offer. And it's real simple. If you like the offer, you accept it, and you guys get together, exchange keys and the money. It's that simple. That's <laughs> the easiest way in the world to sell your
1: vehicle. Get your free no-obligation offer today. Problem. Never mind respond to it. He's incapable of understanding it. He can't even read flashcards. What message does that send to America's enemies?
2: It's a problem that Hayward's always had, you know. He, he holds back. He, he doesn't believe in saying what he thinks. He's, he's concerned that he's going to you know upset people. So we're talking about music. We're talking about young people, eclectic music. You know, the girls were over at the house in the swimming pool yesterday. And they're in their teens, right? High school age. And they were listening to everything, man. Everything in the world was coming up on uh, Annabelle's mix. She's got all kinds of weird stuff on there. Mm -hmm. And one of the songs that came up was Can't Help Falling in Love by Elvis. Now, she's 14. Her sister's 16. Mm -hmm. And they had a couple of their friends there with them the same age.
0: They're all singing it. Yeah. Floating in the pool, singing Can't in fact, Help Falling Alone. You love. weren't even born yet when that
2: I wasn't. Well, let's see. Was that 60? Two. 62. Yeah. 62. <laughs> what what month and day? Yeah, I don't What that's hour? That's <laughs> I was not born in 62. You're right. Yeah. Golly, man. And they were just singing along to Can't yeah. Help yeah. Falling Alone. It's a classic. It really is. Great song. Um. Okay. Out on page six this morning, Paulina Perskova, the uh, big uh, model. Right. Uh, she's 56. Got out of the bathtub, said I look pretty good, and took a selfie of looking pretty good. Right. And they've all published it in all the newspapers and everything. I, just not to talk about a naked 56-year-old woman. but
0: uh, Well, that she, one in particular, I have no problem having a discussion. Uh, well, her. yeah, and here's the interesting <laughs> part of the story. She says she regularly faces
2: critics, mostly women, who shame her for flaunting her figure on social media. Why
0: would women be upset at that? I no idea. Uh, you know, I would think men yeah. would be the most upset I, Okay. Well, you know, stand back and let me take a look at this and see what's <laughs> you, going on. You need to here. analyze right. it right I'll, now. I'll, I'll, I'll see if this is a, insulting to anybody Exactly, or not. right. So all this Friends talk, because they had their
2: reunion, it wasn't really a reunion. Oh, the friends? HBO thing. Right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Did you watch it? No. Nope. Yeah.
2: No, I didn't. Yeah, uh, yeah. Although it was big around my house back in the day. It was something Rebecca and, and Nancy used to watch a lot. Yeah. But um, all these stories about them are coming out. Well, the guy who trained the friend's monkey, Marcel, mm-hmm. came out yesterday and said David Swimmer was jealous of Marcel and still is to this day. Didn't like him at all. Thought Marcel was stealing his light. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got to get in on it, you know? Right. Swimmer sure. was making $22 million an episode. I'll bet you he wasn't too worried about a monkey. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> $22 million an episode. Sure. Ah.
0: Let the well, monkey be. I'll, I'll let the monkey move in with me for a year.
2: Perhaps, <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah.
0: Throw whatever you want to around sure. this house. Back in a minute.